Get ready to shake things up with pineapple, coconut, and tango with mango lemonade, the two newest flavors of Rockstar Recovery from Rockstar Energy. These flavors are coming to you just in time to recover from the end of summer. But if that isn't enough, Rockstar Energy is giving five lucky people the chance to win $1,000 to fund their hustles. That's one grand in your pocket for any project you want. So recover like a rockstar, hustle like a rockstar, and visit rockstarhustle5.com for your chance to win. That's rockstarhustle5.com. See website for official rules and details. The Nerdgast on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to spacesphilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Silver Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit spacesphilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. Welcome back to the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. Wait a minute. I know I'm not the voice that settles in y'all ears all every single week, but it is the co-host taking over for the host spot, the man with the plan. If I need him, all I got to do is yell my name, <laughs> Shazam. What? That's all I got to do. Don't be jealous. And jo- and also, you know, I'm filling in for my dear co-host, you know what I'm saying, who needs to take a step back because the man works so hard, the anime hero, Swag on Zero. Uh, hello, I want copyright. Inf- I-, I have copyrights on that little rap you did, the man with the plan, you need yo, Shazam. Uh, can you cash at me a nickel at your earliest convenience, please? Absolutely, absolutely. But you know what? Uh, also, joining us on our Nerdgasm Talk podcast is we actually have somebody who hasn't been on this podcast in a while. I don't even remember the last time he's been on here. Exactly. So I'm just saying, man, look, he, he get ready for the Super Bowl, but he been he been traveling. And uh, I want to welcome my man, co-host who be on No Gimmicks Needed Rusty Podcast. Oh, you thought it was Q-Flow. No Q-Flow's with the flow assist at the moment. But right now, we're oh. talking about <laughs> not D. High Sanders, but prime time. What's going on, y'all? It's me, P-I-M-E. Who man, I, I ready to buy your album. <laughs> <laughs> so that shit wonderful. And also, my adoring wife, the greatest catch, lay sketch. You say your annoying wife? No, my adoring. Oh, yeah. I, definitely I, I thought I heard annoying too. I was like, uh. Well, thank you. Well, I was going to sit back. Like, it's in the door. We can, we can postpone this if y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I said, y'all about to hear some furniture over here. I love you. So, um, as usually, swag was. I'm sorry, swag if I am, you know, in the driver's seat, but I'm not driving your car, right? But usually, we, we go down what we're going to be talking about. Then we're going to talk, definitely talk about that Fast Nine trailer that we've seen. That's the only driver we're talking about. <laughs> when you thought Fast Nine couldn't get more ridiculous, well, it happens. <laughs> I did see a new movie slash series this week that I am going to go over on the uh, movie experience because somebody didn't want to show up. And then, uh, we're going to talk about some other things as we go along. Maybe Primetime has some topics for us also, especially yeah. when you're posting the Prime Nostalgic Podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just lasted a headline. I'm trying to find more stuff. Oh, okay. It says, Doolittle does a lot. <laughs> All of the- Not in the box office. <laughs> 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 uh, but first, we're going to start off because I felt as a, as a pop culture podcast, mm-hmm. you know, we cannot ignore the tragedy that happened this past week. Yeah. And usually when you're hearing this, it was actually one week ago yeah. of the death of Kobe Bryant, basketball icon, his daughter Gianna Bryant, and seven of the passengers uh, uh, from, uh, from, a, yeah, from the helicopter tragedy that uh, 
Kobe Bryant was on. And, you know, it's been a whole week, right? And it it took me a while to, like, you know, let this thing sink in. Because every morning I've been waking up and I'm looking at my phone like I'm waiting for the hoax to pop up. Right, yeah. I'm waiting for this shit was like you know not real. I I wait I'm waiting for that answer. I never, I I didn't do this honestly in eleven years. It's it's mm. almost like because I be thinking the same thing. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh man, like I be everything's going good. And I'm like, Kobe really gone. Like you know what? Yeah, exactly. Because every time I go on my Google, I still see Kobe Bryant. Where I looked him up, but usually I be seeing stuff like trending because right. it's a hot topic. I never see that, and I'm like. Maybe it's true. Maybe he's not dead. And I click on it. I just get all, a shower full of just yeah. new information that sometimes I don't even want. Yeah. Like I found out uh, the other day that they found his body like hugging his daughter. I'm like, ah, oh, man, this is. Oh, this is now, um, look, look, see, y'all trying to get me started already. Now, look, <laughs> I I don't know. We'll go over some of the facts, but I, I want to go over last week real quick of, you know, what happened. Here's the thing. I was sitting there. Me and my wife was, was sitting in uh in, in our room, and I was like, "With the Pro Bowl on, I kind of don't want to watch it because it's the Pro Bowl, mm-hmm. but I kind of do because it's the All Star game." I, I was watching. Uh, we was watching the Aristocats, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, uh, I was like, you know, I forgot how funny this movie was. It was a racist and then movie. I, I, it, 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 <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of is. I mean, you don't like it. Kinda, it it's, it's point blank. <laughs> Yeah, you ain't lying at all. Uh, but you know, Dutch is like a black. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I get a we we me and Swag both get a group text right, and it's from one of our friends, Left Brain, and he says, "Yo, Kobe died." Now let me iterate the history. He can't talk to me like that because. <laughs> Sorry. After I could, no, I mean, it's all right to laugh because you know we, we don't need a little laughter because left brain. I told Ponton this off air. He killed Bernie Mac a week before Bernie Mac died. <laughs> he did. So when a lot he exactly, but since that he follows all that bullshit that be on fucking social media, I hate, I hate it. But he tried to kill Bernie Mac off, and I was like, he ain't dead. And then a week later, he does die. But I said the next time this shit like happens, you send me proof. And right after his first text was a on a news article. And the thing was, I was in the bathroom. And then all I heard Nina saying was, Y'all! Y'all hear girl about Kobe Bryant dead? Oh. And I'm like... Thanks for making me sound like this. Sound regular. It's okay. See? <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh my God, if my wife got up... Because I know she on her phone. So if she's seen this, I'm like... This can't be real. Right. And, yeah, because I did I went and looked after he said it. Uh-huh. Then I think uh Swag, you text like uh this can't be real or, or something along that along those lines. I don't remember texting the group <laughs> after that oh. moment because I was still in disbelief. Yeah. Now prime time since you wasn't with us on our side, uh can you go can you go over like when you first got the news? Well, I hope it wasn't flying because I'd have been paranoid. No, no, I was, I was <laughs> like the Pro Bowl was on in the background, and I was getting on Twitter, and like I seen the TMZ post. It was like two minutes old, so I clicked on. I was like, eh, maybe, maybe that didn't happen. So I went to ESPN. I went to NBA TV, CNN, 
Fox. I went to all those news channels. Went to their sites. I didn't see nothing for like 25 minutes. Exactly. So I'm like, maybe it was a hoax. And then uh, Woj, Adam Ward, Chow Wojewski is the one that like confirms every single thing. So when I see it on his page, I was like, oh, dang, it might be real. Then the news article started coming in and then they started playing it on the uh, Fox and CNN. So then I was like, yep, well, it's real. I had actually had a different experience as well. Like uh, other than um, Left Brain texting us, because uh, mm. at the time, uh, Floater Rookie and Prime King were at my house. Yeah, and I was just editing videos at the moment, um, and all I hear is Q, yo. And anytime he says yo in like a repeated <laughs> state, something happened, but you can't pry it out of him for some reason. So you just yo, what happened? And must have been like yo that echoed through the neighborhood when Nipsey died. Yeah. <laughs> so and then he's like, Kobe died. I'm like, Kobe? Yeah. Brian? Kobe? Yeah. No, he didn't. And it was just like that disbelief. And then I checked. I'm like, oh man, Kobe probably died. That's when my mom texted me. You heard about Kobe? I was like, oh, I know he gone. He gone. If my mom texting me about any sports related anything like that, they gone. The last time she texted me was Stan Lee, so I was like, "Oh yeah, he's he's gone." That hurt our community hard too. Yeah, it, but, but it, that's, what's, it's, that's what's our community. It's almost. I, I think Kobe Bryant's hitting me harder because not only was he a pop culture icon, he was African American too, and a great dad. Bro, I'm telling you, so you not seeing you not seeing AI dress up as Luigi going out in family Halloween costumes together with his kids. It's right. not happening. It's not, and, and and that and that bothers me the most too. One, it bothers me that he's 41 years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, me being a father, it bothers me that his 13 year old daughter was on there with him. Yeah. yeah. Three, like you know, I, I'm and, and on top of that, this wasn't the way. Kobe Bryant was supposed to go out. Now, like once again, I'm not sitting there questioning the, the man upstairs. Right. I'm just saying, in my head, I was t- saying earlier that I was supposed to be, or you know, I, I thought I would be like 72 years old, and my daughter's kids mm-hmm. will come to me, and they'd be doing a jump shot, and they'd be like McCaffrey, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, excuse James, me, let me tell y'all exactly. <laughs> Because yeah, no, I, I don't know who who the who the hot star will be at that time, yeah. so I just thought of a random name. So I'm just like, excuse me, who are y'all talking about? Let me tell y'all a little story about this man named Coy Bryant because he was supposed to be like at like 80 years old. He passed for like a heart attack or so. Bill Russell. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what was supposed to happen, and I was supposed to tell my grandkids a story. Let me tell you a story about the paper ball, and let me tell you a story about Coy Bryant. That's how it was supposed to be. I did not think that Sage will grow up and never know who Kobe Bryant is. Now she given yeah, she'll know who he is. He just unfortunately won't be here. Yeah, I'm just here to see him like it's like my son will now will get like glimpses, but his his heir is still LeBron James. Yep. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and, and it bothers me. And like I said, it being that helicopter crash that took that took the lot it all the families has broken up. Um the name, like I said, uh, uh, f- forgive me. I don't have, I, I don't have pulling up. The uh, Altabelli family. The Altabelli family. Uh, all three of those. John Carey and Alyssa. Yeah. Christina Mauser. Mm-hmm. Um, now you will have to pull up the pilot's name because I 
do not know his name offhand. Yes. But um, I don't Tara, even know how to pronounce he, that. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't he try had it. a last name. is hard to pronounce. I, I... Tara and Peyton Chester. Yes. And then, uh, of course, Kobe and Gianna. That shit hurt. Excuse my language, but it really, it, it really hurt. Yeah. And then all, and then all of a sudden. All these rumors is coming out. Rick Fox is on the plane. I'm like, what? Yeah, that's when I was like, okay, okay. What is the story? What is the story? That's when because I was like, yeah, because Tim's in, and it was like his whole family was on the plane. I was like, well, I need everybody to stop, right? Okay. <laughs> and first of all, I hope Vanessa Bryan sues TMC for every pain that they got. Yeah, facts. Because I would be pissed to find out the if, news before like you did. Exactly. And, uh, you know, me, like I said, everybody that's on this podcast, as we talked about before, knows that I have two loves. And that's wrestling and that's basketball. And it's been like it's been like that ever since I was born. And it, it was hard because I remember draft day. I remember Kobe getting drafted to the Hornets. That's how mm, early I remember. Dang. Because I Kobe wasn't drafted to... He wasn't drafted to the Lakers. He was drafted to the Hornets first, and they traded, they traded. to wow. give to the Lakers. I didn't even know. Jerry Wilson was like, yeah, I need that. Exactly. I remember when Kobe wanted to play for Philly. I remember when Philly booed Kobe and he was hurt. I remember. Bro, you ain't messed with us for a long time. No, but, you know, after a while, it's just like, yo, it's still home, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to get to that point. Yeah, and people got to get to that but, point. But, but I remember his retirement tour, and they and they showed him love in Philly again. So you know, like I remember all those moments. I remember him squaring up with Mike, saying, "I want." I, Kobe Bryant was the only one that was straight honest with it. Yep. I want to be the next Michael Jordan. No, I, oh yeah, I, that's I, it. I'm glad he's not the next Michael Jordan. He's the first Kobe Bryant. Like I'm it glad, is. Yeah. I'm glad yep. he's that because Kobe number eight. Replicated everything Jordan did. Yep. He had the same wristband. He had the same walk. He even tried to talk like Jordan in interviews. He tried to emulate him from a T. That's why when number twenty four came, he braced. I'm the Black Mamba when twenty four came. Yep. So it was hard that I watched him grow, and then on top of that, he when he retired, like I said, I, when he retired, I remember going out and spending over a hundred dollars. For the Kobe edition 2K game, yeah, me and you both. <laughs> exactly, me and you both. I'm talking. I, I remember seeing that video that you made, and uh, the game sucked, but I wanted the Kobe edition because he's retiring. Mm-hmm. Had a great cover, had some great bonuses that came with it, but the game sucked. This is what it was, and um, you know, I just remember on um, that. Then he wins the Oscar. Yeah, he won. The, I was going to mention that. And, and for Dear Basketball, which is something I recommend, if y'all have not seen it yet, to check it out. Not. Yeah, it's very good. It's it's very good. The only thing is, it's only five minutes long. Oh, really? It's only five, six minutes long. Okay. But because okay. he won for best animated short film, and it was his letter to ba- his letter to, love letter to basketball after he left the game. Okay. And it, it it was it was it was beautiful. I have watched literally since 1998 every single Kobe All Star game because mm. I've loved the All Star game. Mm-hmm. Is that so? You know, I, I I've seen or I I see. I was I remember when he kind of dissed Philly when he came to Philly for the All Star game in two thousand two. I remember that because you know you know uh 
you know, at that time, you know, he, he was all he was young, Afro Kobe and all that. I remember when he beat the Sixers in the finals. That hurt like shit. Because we, we was here and we all wanted AI to get that championship. We remember AI stepping over Tyrone Lou. Yeah. And uh, but like I said, my experience is different because of because of the game that I have grown to love and shoot paper balls in a trash can, but just him growing and maturing and going through the case. I remember the case like yesterday and all that stuff like that. It really hurts that, you know, seeing him grow up and just like be, be before our eyes, mm-hmm. I never really seen it. Like, I wasn't around when Michael Jackson was growing up. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see Jackson 5 Mike all the way up into this is it, Mike. There's some people who have, but Kobe was the guy that I watched for, for the past 20 years and see him grow up and learn from his mistakes and just become just a better human being. Yep. So my experience is different from everybody else's. What what, what you know? What are some because I know Swag, you don't watch basketball, right? Right. Or right. you know, you're in basketball, but you know what I'm saying. But you you said the Kobe did kind of hit you real hard. So you know, what is it you know about Kobe? You know, that got your attention? Was it the po- after he retired um, and started getting to the other stuff? Well, I wasn't too deep into basketball. But I did watch it during the AI session when it was like him and AI were going at it to each other. Because it was yeah. like my family watched it, so I watched it because they watch it. And yeah. it was like always like you have to know who these two are. You have to know who Al Iris is. You have to know who Kobe is. And I was yeah. more of the Kobe uh, fan at the time. Ooh, <laughs> and I don't know. It was just something about Kobe that was just like, yo, this man's incredible. Like it's it's literally like it's literally seeing someone do the impossible. That's the best way I could put it. It's literally seeing a man achieve the impossible, and I didn't I didn't really follow his whole career. I did watch when he was um, when uh, during the retirement, and you know seeing him actually step down and like okay I'm done I did my part this my era is done I appreciated that I was like at least you know when your time is up, and he didn't try to like. Pound it down like uh, Michael Jordan did, like try to come back and do it again. You mean, like, he, he stayed back, <laughs> and hearing like certain interviews when he's talking about his daughters, and he's saying like, "Yeah, I would have five more if I want. Like, I want five more daughters if I can. I love them." And it's like, "Yo, this like he's an incredible human being." So, yeah, like not only um, not only that hurt me, but him being a positive black father image to the community. That also hurt me, you know. Because we got that, we got that many of them. Right, exactly. Sure exactly. Like, I mean, uh, with the whole information about Bill Cosby, that did put like a stain in my heart. But it's like it was like no one to look to. Like, oh yeah, we have them. But it was like, yo, yeah. we got Kobe. So, and you know, he died a legend. Like, you can't say nothing about it. He is a legend. Yeah, he is a legend. Like, if you're into the sport or not, you knew who Kobe was. Yeah, and like I said, if not anything, you definitely knew who Kobe Bryant was. How about you, Prime? Oof, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. No, seriously, Kobe is just one of those people that you just, like, had to watch. Like, on them big games, you watched them. Even on the little games, you still wanted to see what he was doing. It's just... You just had to keep an eye on them. Mm-hmm. I think the, because I didn't like watch basketball starting out, so I think the first earliest memories I had of was his um his finals appearances in the two thousands, like the 
late 2000s against the Celtics and then the Magic. Yeah. So then I started watching them when I was like, oh, okay, Kobe's good. And then after that, I started learning everything about basketball. Then, of course, Kobe came up and we always had the arguments so five rings and you know how they always put rings over who's better. So Kobe had five and everybody was like, well, it's either him or Jordan for the rings as far as our conversation used to be back in the day. Yeah. But Kobe is just bad dudes. Like, all the stories you hear about him are, like, good. Like, those are the best things I like is the stories because everybody has a different story about Kobe. And it's basically the same thing of him being too hard on somebody or him making somebody else better. Yep. Yep. And he always liked to make somebody better. I, yes, he also had the best commercials out of any athlete. I, that's that's the that's the thing I was just about to say. Have y'all seen best the I hate Kobe commercial? You know what? I did see the I hate Kobe commercial, but I did see the commercial for. I remember when his sneaker his sneaker first dropped, uh-huh. and that's when he did that dunk on the three point line. <laughs> okay, hmm. I thought you might say the other one. <laughs> I saw the one when he was at a restaurant, and I forgot who it was. Jalen Rose. Like, yeah, he was like, "How many? Oh, yeah. you want eighty one." <laughs> I was yeah. cracking up so hard. Like, oh. like, seriously? No, I just want to. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. man, that was like he like um uh, in the uh I want you to be uh better. Kanye was like, well, how better can I be? More better? Like, what do you mean? More records? I'm the best, Kobe. But are you a uh, what do you say? Are you the same animal but a different beast? He's like, what what does that mean, Kobe Bryant? You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> like if they, well, if, they remade, if they remade Space Jam with him, I would have accepted that because he he, so was, people, uh, he was a lot more charismatic than Michael Jordan. Did you see the the double toasted thing about Kobe? No, and how Corey said the way that he he had a problem with Kobe about Space Jam too. So they Corey's working on it again. God dang, all they Kobe wanted to do it. Oh, uh... <laughs> I was like, hey, like no, nah, I don't think I'm doing that Space Jam job, Heck. man. Because no, Kobe <laughs> would have been perfect. Michael was like a dry paper bag. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Michael, yeah. I love Michael Jordan, but God, he can't act for his life. <laughs> he really could. I mean, he's not. He's really not like a super charismatic person. I saw Michael Jordan give more feeling in them ballpark Frank commercials than he did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. That's a good ballpark. He used to about them damn hot dogs. He's getting, getting sponsored by them. They 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 were paying more probably. Yeah, I, I, I remember Mike and Spike Lee in the same commercial. I was like, oh, that's dry." Well, <laughs> hey, just real quick, both can't act. Uh, Can I just more, say, did huh? you guys see the? Did you guys see the commercial or the the thing where Kobe was advertising his shoes and he like jumped over a moving car? Yeah, I did see that one. I did see that one. Oh, my God. And then the one with the the pool full of snakes was like, Yeah, that was on Jackass. That was on Jackass where he jumped over the pool full of snakes. I remember the car and... Then Kenny Smith did a spoof of it, <laughs> yeah. and he got ran over, and the shoes flew in the car. Dang. That was, like, was hilarious. That's I think they had like Kobe on like TNT that day or something. Exactly. He showed her. He said he flew out of his shoes. It, it, it was hilarious. Because uh, uh, I don't know if you see that, baby girl, but that's, it was hilarious. I'll probably shoot you afterwards. But, okay, so we didn't talk to you about, you know, Kobe impacting you, like, you know, how to start and everything. Uh, I'm be honest. I grew up in a generation of Jordan. Um, so Jordan was my Jordan and I'm not being yeah. funny yeah. but um, it was just like Kobe was always cool I respected him as a player but like I've heard 
um, other people say, I think I became a, more of a fan of his toward the end. Yeah. Uh, when he was in that last stretch of his career and he was about to retire and after he retired, you know, when he was um, more the family man and he had kind of calmed down a little bit. He stopped, uh, I, I guess you could say him in Philly squats, we squashed our beef. <laughs> yeah. Because listen, all the jokes you hear about Philly sports fans are true. Yep. We really are ruthless. We really did boo Santa Claus and all that shit. We really do yeah, not care. Santa Claus? You Yo, never heard that? No. You said y'all like you're not in this city. Like, but I, I don't remember this. <laughs> I ain't blue well, no you, Santa. You were either not born or a child when this happened. Yeah. But <laughs> they, Santa Claus came out on the field and they booed that man. <laughs> booed him, okay? All y'all and naughty. Everybody talks about, when they talk about Philly sports fans, they be like, this is the city that booed Santa Claus. Yes, we know. But that's why I said... uh Okay. No. Okay. Yeah. So I take over. But uh, you know, we uh, we 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 move Santa Claus, but you know, we just squash it. Like I said, which when we, we, we got towards the end, did you remember one of the silver cans we come back up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we squash the beef and everything. Uh, also to talk about some of the uh, the funny things. What was the name of that commercial? What what were they singing about? What was it? That Guitar Hero commercial when it was him? Oh, it was it was him, Eli, and uh. It damn sure wasn't Eli. I don't think it was Eli. Yes, it was Eli. Uh, it was Eli because remember they was all singing and dancing. They were doing the Tom Cruise, um, uh, risky business. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. When they were uh, sliding in the underwear and socks. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hero. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was good. Kobe had some good commercials. Yeah, though. Kobe had great dude. commercials. Oh. Like. Oh, oh, dude, he 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 had great stuff, and to the point, like I have been on a thing. Cause see, I look, I've always told this: when it comes to you know to to, to celebrity deaths, I'm like, I I didn't cry. I don't cry for a lot of celebrity deaths, but there was two that just hit me, mm-hmm. and because the the one that hit me before this was, was obviously when Michael Jackson passed away. Right. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. course. We was just not ready. No one because was ready for that. Exactly, and the thing was, the, the uh, before Michael Jackson, the only big, big, I mean, like big, iconic, it shut the world down. Death was Princess Diana. Yeah. So I said, like I said, that y'all two was probably younger. Yeah, understand I how the world shut down. But I was like, but I remember, like, oh my God, man, we are hurt. Like I thought there was so much coverage. I thought it was gonna be a Princess Diana day. You hear me? <laughs> that, that's how. That's how much it was. And everybody trying her funeral. I remember my mom and grandma crying on, on TV. And I'm just like, she must have been important. Mm-hmm. Well, when Michael Jackson passed away, yeah, I, I was it, to the point. I'm like, grown men, grown men is crying. Mm. It, 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 what I realized is, you know, the impact. It's like the entertainment music world. They got hurt bad. Yeah, okay. and just like. The basketball war with Kobe, they got hurt bad. And it it, it it pains me to see, you know, you got your different basketball stars. You, you got your people out there. You got different basketball stars out there. And I mean uncontrollably balling. It 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 it, it hurts. It it really it really does hurt. And you know, it um it just it, it just it just so it pains me that you know, we we can't get the answers that we want. 
And all this week, I've been having these nightmares because I'm having these nightmares that I'm in a situation with my daughter and I can't protect her. Mm-hmm. Now, as a parent, that bothers me. That's the biggest that haunts fear. me. Yeah, that's, what? Yeah, yeah. that's the biggest fear as a parent. Exactly. And tr- there, there were four people on that helicopter that I guarantee you said, fuck us. It's about these kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had three of them. You had three 12, 13, or 14-year-old girls on a part of a basketball team that are dead that the parents would have happily gave their life yep. for that kid to live. Without a doubt. And, and I can't imagine being on that helicopter with those final moments. And like I said, they said it happened fast and the, the coroner's office, because I'm, I'm getting my actual reports, not you know anything else. Uh, the coroner's office you know, saying that you know it was they died from blunt force trauma, so they died on impact. Mm. So it was a quick one, but still, just those final seconds, right? Those final seconds, it's to the point. Like, I'm like, it, it's it, it's hard to imagine that. So all throughout the week, there have been tributes. I seen the Jimmy Kimmel one, which was one of my favorites. I didn't. See yeah, he's mad dedicated his whole show. His whole show was COVID. He showed. All of the times Kobe was on Jimmy Kimmel, and, and, and they were funny clips. Yeah, because I love when Kobe comes on Kimmel because I think that's when he shows his mo- the most personality as far as the interview goes. Exactly, he does. And, and, and it's on YouTube, so I, I, it, 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 it got like 10 million views. I'll check it out. Yeah, uh, then J- Jimmy Fallon talked about the story of when him and Kobe met at a party when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Then Ellen talked about it also, and, and, and she was emotional. Hurt. Ellen was hurt. I yeah. Mean. Uh, and then they, they, it, it, Clippers and and um, and and the Lakers had a game on Tuesday. They stopped. They, they stopped the game, shut the whole arena down, and just bought the inside the NBA crew, which was like Shaq, Charles, Kenny, and Ernie, and they and bought Richard people that Miller, was Kobe. Yeah, yes, Dwayne Wade, and you know, yeah, Dwayne Wade, and then they bought Jerry Rick West, Parker, like, Candace Michelle, Steve Nash, <laughs> and Jerry Parker. West. <laughs> Candace Parker. Candace, yeah, because you know it's funny because Candace Parker said, "Yo, he kept talking to me about his daughters, right?" And then he 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 came up to me. He said, "Yo, my daughter's gonna uh, break all your records one day." Uh, and she's like, "What?" Uh, yeah, and then uh, she's like, and then when guys would come to Kobe, but like, "Yo, man, when you gonna have a boy to carry on a legacy?" And then his his daughter Gianna was uh, to be like, "Hold on, yo, I got this." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she got first of all. They just had the video of her crossing over somebody in some stilettos. I'm like, yep, I saw what? that. I saw that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nah, she she could ball. Yeah, she was. Oh yeah, and she could ball. You know, and then she had she, she had she had that Kobe fadeaway going, and I was like, that's like her signature move, like, of course. It, it gotta be. <laughs> and it it it, hurt, it really hurt me because now I know, uh, swag. You don't collect uh, Slam magazine. I do not. But oh. I just the basketball magazine, right? They got some good ones too. Some good covers yeah. going. Issue of issue one twenty one is Kobe with the whole Mamba girls team on the cover, and I was looking That's for the one being all black. Yeah, and I'm okay, like, yeah, yeah, three of them girls is gone, and the coach. Oh man! And it, and I look at, I look at the it's a it's a nice ass picture, and it's one of them two back to back, Kobe and Gianna back to back. Oh yeah, having her back to back, I'm just like, you know, it that that that, that hurts. Yeah, that hurts. And, and um. I said this earlier on my sports podcast, and I said, you know, there's 
no mistake for all of us on this podcast right now yeah. who do believe God don't make mistakes. Yeah. It hurts. But you don't. And it's something tragically beautiful to, to have to say that he died he died with daddy's little girl. Yeah. And I know it's people it's hard for people to, to take that in, but I, if you sit there and think about it, right? I think Gigi would have been completely broken if her if she found it because if she found her dad went down. Yeah. Her her screenshot on her phone is her and her dad. And I think you know, like I don't know what it would have brought because I don't know if it would have brought a drive out on her or I don't know if she would have quit basketball, suicide. I don't know, but I think she would have been devastated. Yeah, without a doubt. And I, I heard think... some the oldest daughter had to go like she had was hyperventilating too bad at all, so she had to go to the hospital. Mm. Well, I, I did hear that too, but I didn't, I couldn't confirm that when you knew so. Like I said, they keep everything close knit to the family. Yeah. Um, but I think Kobe would have been the same way if, say, if his daughter was going with a couple of her friends. And then he lost her. Now, yeah. And once again, I'm not trying to sit here and talk about. I made a mistake of saying favorites earlier. Uh-huh. I'm not sitting here talking about he has favorite kids, but but everybody has their like daddy's little girl yeah. or mom or a mama's the boy. She's the baby. You know how uh, but, but parents are with she, the youngest. She's not the baby. Oh, she's, she's the second. Oh, she. He has four kids. Oh, okay. I didn't know. She's that. the second because his oldest is 17. Then it's her. And but and then and then he has a four year old and then, or three or four. And, and then he has a baby that's the Sage's age. Oh, okay. So that that baby, wrong. yeah, yeah. So, so, that, so that baby is never going to know who her dad is. Uh, All she can do is just watch videos of them too. I mean, exactly, she'll, she'll but, know but not meet them. That's, that's that, that and her sister. Yeah. And it's it's like it's like G, Gigi was the one that I guess came to basketball first. Because uh, the other one did volleyball, I believe. Yeah, that way, that Yeah, and I, and I was like, Kobe gonna be supportive. Yeah, but but you know, basketball is his thing. It's just like me and my son. You know, he wants to do football. He wants to do soccer. He wants to do flute, choir, all the shit. He's not good at. But, but I'm just saying, if you see him do basketball, you'd be like, okay, now. But when, when it comes with the basketball, I'm like, bro, I I got you. I I, I put a hundred percent in everything that you want to do, but I'm putting 150 to 200% in basketball. Right. Because that's, 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 that's what that's I did. Love. That's my love that or wrestling. Right. But you know, I'm just like, but, but, but it comes to basketball, cause I played it. I put my, I'm putting all my love in there. So it's something tragically beautiful that he went with her. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I wish they both were still, here. I know the family both wish they were still here too, yeah. but it's something, like I said, but, for it to play out a lot like that, it's just like it, it has to bring some kind of kind of awkward comfort. I'll say it that way. Yeah. And like with all, all the tributes, which I I, I wish uh, you, y'all to check out after the podcast. Oh yeah, without a doubt. They had a mini memorial service at uh, uh, at the Lakers game yesterday. Yeah. Uh, we'll be recording this. Uh, for uh, for him when they play Portland, yeah, I will I lie to you. Speech for that. I would lie to y'all if I said I didn't cry. And they try to make everybody cry, especially uh, during the tribute. They're gonna play "See You Again" live. Yeah, bro, uh. and now, now, and did, excuse me, Sway. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, did no. you see the, the, the like the whole tribute live? I did not. Okay, L- let let me a prime explain this to you. So. Mm-hmm. It's the dark. First of all, all the twenty thousand chairs mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. in Staples Center yeah, I heard has they a Kobe, Kobe shirt jersey. on it. Yep, they got a Kobe jersey yeah. on it. Yeah. So everybody got one. Mm, that's beautiful. One, one side of the of Staples Center had number eight. The other side had 24. Oh, wow. But then, then, weren't they like irreversible or something? Like the one that was yeah, on one side? Well, okay. Exactly. So you, you had both regardless. Then they showed the light of the two chairs that they were supposed to be at that game today. Yeah. Wow. They, Kobe I know they and had one for, yep, for both of them. Was, yeah. Kobe and Gigi were supposed to be at that game. Those were their seats. Mm. And they had the number two jersey and they had the number 24 jersey with the flowers on the seat. I said, okay. I, I can't. And then Usher comes out. Yeah, Usher. And oh, here he go. And, Amazing Grace. And he, he goes on singing Amazing Grace. I'm like... Uh. I can't. I can't. I, I was sitting there breathing hard. My, look, my mom already went down splashing waterfalls. All right. So after he sings that, right, it gets even more painful because Ben Hong comes out with the violin, right? Uh-huh. And Kobe do his own eulogy. Mm. I I died. I died after that. They just put, it, it's not. It don't stop there, though. It don't stop there because he's on the screen talking about basketball and the passion and everything and he's talking his own eulogy and then he, they, they put little snippets in there talk about some I'm sorry I have to leave y'all but I'm saying but uh, the games I'm like oh my god y'all wow. killing me y'all killing me so as I'm trying to like breathe you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and choke after he after he's done then they bring out the Lakers and then uh, you know they all hold each other because they, then they do a I mean, 24 second uh, moment of silence. Before that, though, I don't know if you caught this, but they all was introduced as Kobe, though. I kind of they was that. all introduced as Kobe Bryant coming out. I like that. From Lower Marion High School, number eight, Kobe Bryant. Lower Marion High School uh, coming in number twenty-four. It was all introduced as Kobe Bryant. Wow. So then, uh, LeBron gets on there, like you said, you've seen the speech. Yeah. And then he, he does a speech, and then they do, you know. It, it, you know, he did what he could. Carmelo, who's a good friend of Kobe, straight up said, I can't play this game. Wow. Yeah, he's like, I ain't playing this game. I, I can't play the game. I can't. He said, I am in too much emotional distress to play this game. Mm-hmm. And he didn't play. And like and like I said, LeBron put the weight of his shoulders on, on that. But even even LeBron, like I mean, I watched the whole game. He wasn't ready. Yeah, especially not. Nah. Oh, my God. How did he miss that shot? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he he was probably he wasn't ready. I know, but uh, you got to follow through with that. I'm just saying. Oh my god, I know he was. Oh my god, that would have been so yeah. perfect for Kobe. It would have been, but it, he just he just he just was not there. And as a basketball, player, I'm just like all this stuff LeBron missing and passing up on. He, he's his mind's on the other side of town. He's not there. And what's yeah, happening? Yeah. I was trying to explain to everybody when people experience death, right? It takes a minute because you, you got to lead up to you got to lead up to that final goodbye. And granted, they didn't have memorial service yet, and they're probably not going to have one until after All Star Weekend. Have you heard about them like planning on where they're having it? Because I've heard of where they're planning on having it. Well, at first they were going to do stable Center, stable Center, just like they did Michaels or Nipsey's, but they're thinking that they want to bring more people. Yeah, so they talk about doing it at the Rose Bowl. Yeah, they did about doing it at the football stadium. But the thing is, I don't know if they want to do if they should do that because see, there's a reason why Michael did it. At, Michael's family did it at the Staples Center so they can control 
the crowd. Right. Yeah. Because it's 20,000 people. Uh, Nipsey was at, at Simpson. It was 20,000 people jam-packed. Kobe, first of all, I can't say I can't speak for Nipsey, but Michael could sell out the world if he wanted to. Yep. Mm-hmm. You, you got to contain that. Same thing with Kobe. He could sell out the world if he wants to. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it would be. Like, if they want to get a football stadium, it's fine, but you know, you do need, because people are assholes, you need security. Yeah. And I, th- also, I mean, I, I think for Kobe, though, I think they are, they are, they can't do that for Kobe, though. Like, there's just some people that have, you have respect for, especially at their funeral, to not act a certain way, I feel like. So, sometimes it is, but it, once again, it also depends. Sorry, man. It also depends what, you know, what, what, what Vanessa and the family want. That is true. Yeah. If, if, if they want more of a, like, okay, because I already know they're going to have, like, a private, uh, it, it, Friends funeral type thing, friends and family only. But the memorial services is for all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I think that you know that, that, that's what it's going to be. I'm not sure what's going to be, but I, I was telling my wife. I said I think it's going to be after the All Star game. Yeah, it should because they're going to honor him there too. So it's like he's going to get a lot of honor honors yeah. up and to I, the final one. I don't think the actual healing begins until after. The All Star Game. Right. I mean, yeah. no, until after the memorial service. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, everybody's still waiting. Because everybody knows they got to be that final goodbye. So everybody knows that it's just like a regular funeral. When once you get there and you say goodbye, and you get that that weight off you. Like, okay, now the healer can kind of start to begin. And you ain't gonna forget them, but you know that's the way it is. But you know, my wife just returned. You didn't get to finish. You know, uh, tell your story, and I apologize for that. Oh no, but she, she could now. So, uh, I, I but any final thoughts, you know, about Kobe Bryant, and you know, it's just, it's just, it's, it's like I said, it's a very sad situation. It's, it's been more confirmed. Seeing Shaq cry, you know, did it for me yeah, also. Yeah, Shaq was that. That was seen the. But I was like, I ain't like seen Shaq cry all the years. I seen him play basketball. Right. Well, I mean, we want to talk about final thoughts for this Kobe thing. I recently, like yesterday, the day before, went back and watched like the final quarter of his last game. Yeah, and he was going off. It's like he single handedly brought his team back for, to, for the win, and like the crowd was going crazy. Everybody was participating. It was like, oh, this is just the environment that he needed for his last game. Exactly, him dancing at the free throw line, all that stuff. Yeah, just everything. And then I watched his uh, jersey retirement too. It was like just, oh, it's just, hey. It's a lot. I will say this. Kobe is one of those celebrities that, believe it or not, he did get his flowers when he was here. Yeah. 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 Because there are a lot of people who get a fault. Like, I hate to say it. I hate to bring it up. I don't think Nipsey got his flowers when he was here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless Q was the only one that I know. Yeah. I'm about to say, Q in the game was probably the only one giving Nipsey them flowers. Like he was supposed the game to get. Don't say nothing nice about anybody. So <laughs> exactly. So I, I mean, but I, obviously, of course, the people that do him closely was giving the flowers, but nobody was really giving Nipsey them props on flowers like that right. until Nipsey died. And I'm right, like, right. you should, you shouldn't be the person. But I would say, Kobe did get his flowers when he was here. Oh yeah, we every time we see the paper ball in the trash can, that, Kobe, that name, Kobe. that we say that name. No one says LeBron. No one says Mike. No, we all say Kobe. 
And I feel like that, that right there is an everlasting legacy. Like, it, I, I agree, and I do agree that uh, I, I know, well, you know, some way, somehow, we're going to watch or talk about the memorial service whenever it happens. So, you know, once again, my prayers, and, and I do mean my prayers and condolences. When I, when I pray every day and I pray every night, they go to the, the families of everybody on that helicopter. Mm-hmm. They go to they, they go to Vanessa. Yeah. They go to they go to the kids. They go they go to his close friends and pe- everybody that's affected. Really, it, it go it goes it goes to all of them. And I I do mean that. And uh, the only way I can you know end this thing before I go into the next thing to talk about is how Kobe would have ended it also, and that is Mamba out. Yeah. Okay. If he, if he was here today, he would be like, "Yo, why y'all morning? Get to work. Get to work. Yeah. Get to work." And honestly, it's like <laughs> the world don't stop moving. We gotta get back to work. Exactly. All right, guys. So now you know. I, I, I'm glad we got that out the way. I'm glad we. I think we. Had, I think we had a really good, healthy conversation on it. I yeah. really did. I enjoyed it. But now let, let's just get on to the straight cracking. Let's uh sign up Power Rangers Turbo. Yeah, t- <laughs> why? <laughs> why? So we got uh first we had a little teaser on Thursday about Fast Nine, aka the Fast Saga. So about that teaser. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was too calm. I was like, oh shit gonna hit the fan. I don't know what's gonna happen, but it's <laughs> it was like, okay, this it's too quiet here. What's going on? Exactly. I'm just like, first of all, I'm just like, you sure that's his kid? Yeah, yeah don't look nothing like him. <laughs> uh, exactly. I'm just like, but you know, I, I forgot, you know, you know who he was my the, uh, the Russian lady, I think. She wasn't Russian. She she, she, she was Russian? white. Okay, my bad. Yeah. Mm, oh, okay. uh, I mean, stay, I mean, it was House Park. Remember? Yeah, oh, okay. Was it? That's right. Or uh, somebody? You know, it, it, it was House Yeah, it was House Partner. So. uh I was just like, oh, what's about to happen? This is tomorrow. I'm like, the fast saga. I don't know if I like that that tagline for the I movie. I but... personally don't like it. But so I thought it was gonna get... call it Fast Nine, not Fast and Furious Nine, but rapid cares? and rigorous. <laughs> <laughs> so who's the big star in this movie? Oh, you guessed it. Because d- d- when y'all see the trailer and we see Tyrese and Lucas say, who's this guy? Did anybody hear in their head? It's John Cena! <laughs> and his name is Joss? <laughs> I couldn't see him that whole trailer. Oh, I had to get go. out there. <laughs> had to get out there. Yeah, it, Corny joke. I had like, to get out there. Like, I, I, I want to know. How, <laughs> how you feel about the trailer? This shit was ballistic. I was like, what the? <laughs> like, I was watching it that morning. I was like, the first scene that caught me was like, uh, no, it wasn't even that. It was when they threw the car at John Cena sitting on top of a car. I was like, what the fuck? Hold on. Oh, oh. And he caught and he it. caught it, right? He caught it. I was like, hold on now. <laughs> what? That's when I paused it and took a breather. And I was like, okay, let me come back to this. Then it was the one where they had that dark night. They was like, we got to top the dark night and have a truck flip over. I'm like, I'm like, y'all in the middle of a city and this thing is flipping over. Uh-huh. And then they got cars in. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> but at the end of the day, I want to see this. <laughs> I don't care. I want to see this. <laughs> You, uh, bro. I mean, 
I had fun watching the trailer. Even though it told the whole story, I had a lot of fun. I do want them to explain Han because I'm like he should he should be dead dead. But I feel like that's just the only way to explain how Jason Statham is a hero. Oh my God! See, here's my thing. I, they keep talking about this justice for Han stuff, right? Uh-huh. And I'm sitting to myself like, this man come back, he's not dead. And I'm like, so just because Hopshaw happened, y'all turning him, him, him into a whole hero? Yeah. <laughs> y'all is pretty reneging everything y'all did. First of all, I don't even like yeah. him as a hero. I like him as an anti-hero, if anything. Exactly. But you know what? No, we can't have that now. Yeah. Because we got to have the family and the other family. Team up for the <laughs> go against the bigger family and Fast 10. But you know what? Before I get into that, Prime, how would you feel about it? I mean, honestly, it is crazy. And I like crazy, especially for these movies. They, can, they try to talk themselves on how ridiculous they can get. And honestly, I'm here for it. Sometimes you just got to turn your brain off and watch the movie. And uh, <laughs> the part that first caught my eye was all of it, really. But the part was like he's they are driving on the bridge, and the bridge is like collapsing as they're driving. It was it was a uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Stop. Okay, you know what? And now, then the, <laughs> the one where the car like jumps off the bridge, I thought he was gonna press a button and like the car like t- turns into a transformer. Or right, right. That's what I thought. But no, <laughs> it gets even more impossible. I think it would have been better if it would have turned into a transformer. <laughs> Honestly, it would have been more ridiculous. Now, back to uh, real quick prime time when you said sometimes you got to turn your brain off. No, that takes the fun <laughs> out of it. You, <laughs> we went to the movies and saw Fast. Uh, which was it? Was it seven or eight? Movie saw? It, it was Fade of Furious. It eight. Was, yeah, it was eight. We was like, we can't because this is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. You're like, ridiculous. oh my god! And the fact that us uh, um, Cipher is back, I kind of want to see some more uh, car food with the surfing cars and stuff. <laughs> you gotta stay for the temple because you know she's not gonna die in this one. Oh no! I just can't wait for that rock scene to showdown. Honestly, I I I want to see that. Honestly, I don't even care. I don't even think it's gonna. Well, I don't even think it's gonna happen. I think he's gonna recruit in the family. I hope it. I, because it happens every time. It, first of all, it, I mean, it is Toretto's. I'm not gonna first fight all, you. First of all, when anybody heard Vin Diesel, anybody think John fucking Cena was gonna be no. his brother? First of he all, probably adopted. About, he got to be adopted or a long story. Yeah, or I feel he can't like, just I, be straight up. Yeah, it can't be blood. It can't they be have blood. They probably was like raised together in the, in the foster home. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm thinking. They, they, first of all, and first of all, he said Johnson is his little brother. Johnson looks older than yeah, him. Johnson got a permanent just, old face. Like, yes. <laughs> he just stamped onto him. Yeah, I'm not. I, I didn't. I didn't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I am so sorry. I was okay. First of all, my wife is back here with my lovely daughter. Hey, sweetheart, can you give me some of your take on the Fast Night trailer? You mean Fast Nine Transformer Six? Like this is out of fucking control. I heard Don't disrespect Fast and Furious like that. Listen, <laughs> I heard that they was doing two more Transformers movies, and one of them was going to be Beast Wars. And I'm thinking that the that. other one is Fast Ten, because there's no <laughs> way in the world. Where else are we going with this? Space, space. They Everybody keeps turned, saying space. They have turned into the ghetto car Avengers. 
What is going on? They can beat Thanos. I don't care what anyone. They can beat Thanos. The Rock out here in a, in one of the movies redirect redirecting missiles. I thought it couldn't be no more ridiculous. That's what then, surprised you? <laughs> this is where I'm starting. This is where we're starting. Then we get the Samoan Transformer uh, Megazord. We need some, some old power now. <laughs> <laughs> then we get to this trailer that gives us the Tyler Perry treatment and gives us the entire fucking story. In the trailer, you know, I ain't gonna lie, that was a four minute long trailer. Yeah. That trailer was four minutes long. This can't be right because I, I saw I said four minutes, this ain't right. And then I started watching, I was like, my god, because no. there's no way you know it's it was more... real, you know, it's real because I never heard of a concert release, tra- a, a trailer concert release party. They had one for Fate of the Furious, too. Wow, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm like, why are we doing Jason Statham's storyline again? It's his brother. Like, okay. And like, what are we doing? See, did did y'all see the promo images? No, I did not. With them standing in front of their car and like the, the big uh puff of smoke with a different color behind them. Oh yeah, I did see that. That looks stupid. <laughs> no, I, that looks like Power Rangers for real. Yeah, it do. It do. That that looks too Power Rangers for me, and I'm just. I like, would be surprised if they said uh, "family" and like they press a button and they they have outfits on or something. <laughs> oh, Don't do that. Wait, wait, just just said, you know, just <laughs> oh, Kelly. family, sister, Ninja Crazy. <laughs> that's not. That's gonna be the temple when they're in space. Oh, you know what? I, Look. I can't. Like, is there's nowhere else for this series to go at this point? Y'all have literally gone where no car movie has gone before. <laughs> That's gonna be doing? the tagline for the tip. And, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Keep it going. Look. This no, is entertaining. No, no because uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this right now, though. When they was driving, and that it uh, when these was tied, I caught to that uh. That that latch, like it perfectly hit the tail latch. It was flying across. Listen, not <laughs> one, but two pussies. You, I, I can't. You know, after a while, you know, I I understand you want to keep this shit going, but after a while, you kind of go back to the roots. Like well, this is about street racing. They, they, to be fair, they they have implements of street racing in every single movie. And you mean to tell me? You so, mean that three minutes that we get in every <laughs> it's street three, racing? No, no, they go three back minutes. to it every single time. Open Everyone three minutes. Mad. I'm like, they they still do the street racing. And then the rest of it, we got fucking um, black little uh, Letty Warrior over. Here. I mean, Widow over here. She just she doing dumb shit like Black Widow be doing. Like you don't have superpowers. Why is it every movie she jumping and flying on cars and I just I can't I just can't do it. Why is he always saving her with a motor vehicle? Look, I Why wa- is Tyree still here? I watch enough anime to know you don't need superpowers. You just need the power of family or friendship to overcome every single battle. And they got family, and of course. This is what they have. Yep. To overcome every single battle. Look, I stopped caring about the well, I stopped caring about logic when Paul Walker ran on that R V or whatever it was. I was like, all right, well this is this is it. Oh, 
You you think we done with Paul Walker? You think he died in that car accident? Let me tell you something for the Teflon, right? If, if Paul Walker comes walking into Brian is coming back for the Teflon. I, I, no, I don't think they are. I don't we, think they're going to No, no, because his family and his brother said they want him back in the series. Oh. I mean, they doing it with James Dean. They might as well try to. And then Tyrese, they, Tyrese gonna, ain't going to film that. Tyrese ain't going to get through filming. <laughs> So, like, I mean, oh God! I mean, so you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me that uh, they're gonna, y'all gonna be okay with Doug bringing Brian back? No, I will not be okay with that. No, they had the perfect send off. They had the perfect yeah. send off, and they shouldn't touch it. That was like, well, that what does like, that mean? Han was all the way dead. Like, Han didn't have mean? a perfect send off. <laughs> Han didn't have a perfect send off. Now, if they brought this man back to life just to kill him again in this movie, I'm done. I'm like, you know, now, now, I'm, now I'm like, we're Gal Gadot. We might as well bring you know her back too. Fuck that! How the hell is Han still living? That's what I mean. It got to be cloning. This man came back eating the same bag of chips, but got a haircut. <laughs> and then all Vin does is going to hug him like you still part of the family. Like and you're late to dinner. What? <laughs> That's like some dumb stuff. Did like you that. go to church today? Did you, you get barbecue? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say your grace. <laughs> like, y'all just oh, murdered somebody. <laughs> now, oh my God. I'm thinking, they I'm gotta thinking... keep Tyrese this movie so the rock can come back. How? <laughs> this has been proven to, that people don't die and they don't stay retired. Yeah. Now, they don't. I feel like. It's it's the object of uh what's that guy um no nobody, Mister Nobody. I feel like it's gonna oh, be yeah. you know he got that superhero name, Mister Nobody, oh, and his layer nowhere. All right, so I got a question for you guys. Right, since this is a Fast and Furious movie and it's ridiculous, does John Cena hit the AA? Just to be ridiculous, more ridiculous. Yes, on the call. Yes, I'm about to say, I'm about to say on the car. Like the rock John being to do a table. Josh, he the hits the AA. He, he, he's going to do the whole five, uh, five moves of doom in this movie. The whole thing. At, at some point. Somebody's getting the AA. Somebody. Two shoulder tackles. He's going low key. You will see him in the background going, you can't see me to somebody. Somewhere. Look, I think I got it. You, you say you're right. I just figured it out too. My daughter just figured it out. This was going to happen. Uh-huh. The test movie. It's going to be John Cena. It's going to be Viper. It's going to be Idris Elba. Yep. It's going to be an all-star cast of all these villains that ain't die. And then then he's going to be like, we need more firepower. So they go get Hobbs, Shaw, Roman Reigns. Unfortunately, <laughs> they go get this. They go get the Samoan dynasty. They said hard bag. They said no. And they're they gonna have all this firepower. And the Tyrese gonna be like, you know who we need. And then you go, you gonna get the house with him and his sister. And you're gonna see Brian. You're gonna see his brother step out. That's gonna be the shot. Like Brian's back, y'all. And then they're gonna bring him back. And the Tyrese gonna be right there in the house with all Thomas. So we need you, Brian. And that's gonna be fast 10. Right there. And then that's how they Joe comes out of nowhere and helps him along the way. Exactly. That that's what's gonna happen. Bro, we are really about to see a race of cars past the moon. Dude, I, I have no idea where they could go next. Like 
I really have no idea where they go. This is why well, I want to go get because see when you when y'all say hey you know I'm cool with them going this crazy, then that, this is what happens. We don't know where they can go next. They, they might as well event time they, travel. They keep on thinking they got a good boardroom. <laughs> like might I'm as well like, event time ahead. travel. Go ahead. You know oh my what? God, you know what's crazy? <laughs> I had a theory because you remember uh, they were talking about the car with the rocket on it. Mm-hmm. Guess what he the was wearing? Car? Guess what he was wearing? Marty McFly's outfit. Yep. That's yep. Marty McFly's car. They're, they're going back in time. They're going back in time. He's like, the only way to stop my brother is to go back. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> if that happens, I'm going to leave Yo, the theater. I, I'm calling it. If that happens, I, I you know, I, I call it. That, that's, uh, that's it. <laughs> the only way to stop it is time. And I'm like, wow. We did it. We did it, y'all. I- we did everything. I don't know what to say. It's just ridiculous. Bro, we did everything. I can't. I, I, I can't. I mean, look. The, the trailer, let's just be honest, is entertaining. It's all hell. Absolutely. Oh, yes. However, <laughs> however, this movie's going to be so fucking ridiculous to the point where I don't know how they're going to top it. I just don't know how. And on top of that, it's going to be to the point, like, I really think that the 10th one you really need it. You'll go all crazy, but you really got to have some type of, excuse me, you really got to have some type of uh, call callback to where this thing started. Yeah, I feel like that's what's going to have to happen because anything else is going to be anticlimactic at this point. Y'all done everything that could possibly be done. Literally. That's what we think. <laughs> I'm saying, y'all keep saying that. They're going to surprise y'all. That's frightening. That's Y'all see what the right doing his movies. This man jumped out of a skyscraper. You're going to find something to top it. If the next movie is we we see the rock running off a cliff and jumping, like he was, he something going to catch his foot, I'm dead. I'm just like, no, you know what? The rock, is, the rock is going to, is, he's going to, like, I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to do something. He's going to grab a car tire like Black Panther did and rip it out. Jesus Christ. Why it's still moving. Yep. <laughs> And then he and then he covers the tire with his body. Keep driving. I got it. Hey, well. hey y'all already know Kevin Hart and Ryan Reynolds gonna be at the tenth one too. Oh, they are. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Swear, I'm, oh, I'm you might as well get everybody. Hey, add them all. Then, then they might as well be in the universe. If they're gonna do a Hobbs and Shaw like sequel or whatever they want to do. I'm done. Look, what if they surprise us? How? Go ahead. I'm listening. We don't know. We, just what if they have something they are hiding in that in this movie that is just like, wow, are you serious? The only thing that would surprise me really is if Brian comes back, which he will. But in the tenth one, if he comes back for this one, it is really it's really his brother, and I'm like, wow, Brian, you look CG different. So, uh, <laughs> what's up? And then he like Brian's back, and I'm like. I think everybody made boo. Why y'all can't even let people? Y'all can't even people rest in peace in the movies. Jesus. But see, today he ain't dead. He's retired. They ain't kill him. They did not kill him at all. Yeah, especially and then they got the family got they um they can write on off too. So they can add him in as, as many moves as they want to, and it's the family okay with it. Yeah. So, all right. So, did anybody have any last things they want to add to this? Uh, no. Oh. I can't I wait to see it. We can add to it. Can't wait to see it. 
All right. So I'm moving on real quick to the movie experience. So, guys, welcome to the movie experience where weekly I go and review a different movie or a different uh, documentary or different series. So here's what the, it, was, it was supposed to be this week. It was supposed to be uh, Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. Well, Uncut Gems did not go on Netflix like it promised to go on the 31st. Right. It's on Netflix everywhere yeah. but the U.S. Everywhere but the U.S. Fuck you. Because they <laughs> want people to go out and pay to go see it in movies. see the movies, okay. They think I won't make another account? I got plenty of emails. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, you know. I mean, that's what we can do, it, can't we? What? Well, uh, I see people be doing NXT, U- uh, NXT, Jesus, uh, Netflix UK stuff like that, making the other accounts and watching it like that. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, teach me swag, but so, and then I was like, well, maybe we we can do since Kobe passed away, we can do the Kobe doing work documentary, and I was like, yeah, I don't really like that, so. Not because of Kobe, because the documentary was just not... It, it was... Lakers having a bad season. Spike Lee follows around, around for one day to just look at his work ethic. I'm just like, that, that, I want to see a better one. So I'll wait till the better one comes out. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting there watching that there's this 10-episode this show. So it's not really... You know, it's kind of like season one. It's a limited series. A limited series of this, this thing called Messiah. Yep. Now, has anybody heard of Messiah before? I've heard I have it not. when you told me about it, but I haven't heard okay. it uh, from anybody So, the, 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 the quick gist of it is a CI officer investigates a charismatic figure who follows uh, who, who follows believe he can perform miracles. He may be a divine uh, entity or a dangerous con artist. Mm-hmm. So, what the show is saying is we're in present day. This is not back in the day. This is not the time that Jesus roamed the earth. Mm-hmm. Right. This is present day, and things are happening. And we start out in um, oh, where is that baby girl? Where we start out at? Um, Syria. I think it is. And there's a sandstorm coming, and there's this odd figure that's out there on this, you know, talk, sitting up on these houses, like talking to these people as the sandstorm is coming. And as it's coming, people are retreating. He doesn't move. He's staying mm-hmm. there, and he continues to preach. So everybody thinking, well, this crazy guy's dead, mm-hmm. but he walks out and he's fine, and he claims to be the messenger. He never called himself Jesus. Mm-hmm. He never called. He he directly takes orders from the I am, the Alpha, the Omega, from God Himself, mm-hmm. and he resembles what the actual text of Jesus is. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. We can move past that part. Okay, well, I mean, I, I, if I make a mistake, I made a mistake. You know, I apologize. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Go ahead. It's 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 debatable. We, we're not here for that though. But go ahead. Okay. Um. So, do, throughout the series, he leads these people to certain things. But he says, "I'm on, I'm only I only go where I'm needed." And there are different sightings because he ends up in like Syria, then Turkey, then Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and then Texas. Yes. Then DC and everybody's like, "What's going on?" So you know, news of this is catching the CIA's attention, and mm-hmm. they're keeping an eye on this guy because they don't know if he's trying to start a war or anything like that. Right? Yeah, they think he's trying to start a holy war um, yeah. over in Jerusalem. So in Jerusalem, when uh, these guards are trying to apprehend him, some guards start shooting, 
and his little boy gets shot. And what happens is he puts his hands on his little boy and he heals him and he goes off. Mm -hmm. And the boy comes back alive and everybody's just like, what is what's going on? So then we get we get introduced to a couple of the main characters uh, in in the story. Of uh, there is the CIA agent who obviously cannot have kids, so she that, that, that's one of her character arcs on here. Mm-hmm. Then you have this uh, th- th- this police officer who is from uh, the Saudi. Go- Actually, I, I don't want to I don't want to get the, the place wrong. Honestly, from. I don't remember exactly where they were from, but he was part of the local government. Yeah. And he has a he 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 has a um a secret also about this killing of this young boy that he he covered up because mm-hmm. he was a police officer something like that. So when they finally capture this capture the, this man over in uh Texas, no 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 uh they'll capture him in Texas. They they capture him over overseas, remember? Okay. And uh, they, they capture him and they ask some questions. It's amazing how he starts knowing stuff about the people like you know their innermost thoughts and it's creeping them out yeah they everybody in this show who is like considered a a main character or at least a peripheral character has some kind of issue okay and he's figuring out what all is wrong with them like the main the woman who is the main cia agent her husband um her husband died and he froze his sperm, so she's trying to have a baby. Um, but she she's working so hard and stresses so much, she like has a miscarriage and he figures it out. It's like a whole thing. Like she just but she won't let herself believe that he really is just like a divine being. She just thinks that it's all an elaborate hoax, I guess. Mm-hmm. So she spends the whole entire show since like, the parts that I've saw I've seen trying to figure out how he's pulling off these hoaxes. Gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, without trying to break it out bit for bit, he's 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 traveling to these different places and there's a scene where he goes to Texas where this uh small town church uh this pastor's losing a lot of money and his family and you know his daughter his daughter has epilepsy and they're about to lose their church and he only has the only idea he can is to burn his church up. But then a tornado comes. He can't find his daughter because his daughter's trying to run away. She tried to run away. She was hitchhiking. She was hitchhiking. The tornado comes, and then he, he getting to tap people up into the basement. He sees this, this guy, which is the, the uh, you know the one they call Messiah, mm-hmm. and he's standing out there, not phased by a tornado at all. And he goes in the basement, and then when he comes out, you know, obviously, you know, the that the house is ruined, the town is ruined, but the church is still standing. Right. Uh-huh. And he has his daughter. And everybody's like, how did you, what happened? So now the, 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 this preacher is looking at him as the second coming. Right. This is the Messiah. So now he starts to follow him. And uh, he's asked, you know, people are starting to come over and be like, oh my God, this miracle maker is now on YouTube. You know how today things, you know, go viral. Mm-hmm. So he says, you know, what's the next thing? What's the next stop? He says, no, you 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 determine that, you know, saying because uh, he doesn't work for him, you know, he works for somebody higher. So all of a sudden, they take this trip to D.C. Mm-hmm. and this is it's in the trailer as well. 
and he has all these followers following him. And now you're on you're you're, you're on the steps of the White House, which is uh, not the White House. Not the White. I mean the mall, but I'm just saying, Lincoln but the, the Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. And uh, it already ra- raised concern with the president and uh, you know his administration. Mm-hmm. And he does some preaching, and then he walks on water. Mm-hmm. That's how the show ends, and everybody was just like, "Oh my God, it's really him." And everybody is not taking it in. They're still thinking this guy's a false prophet and they want to expose him, especially the, the girl in the CIA. They, 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 she want to expose him wherever they can find on him. Right. So they do find something on him. They find his brother. It's the part that you haven't seen, baby girl. Yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah, they find his brother. And his brother is, yeah, uh, they interview him and say that uh, they were, you know, their parents were killed. They were raised by their uncle, who is an illusionist. Mm -hmm. Ah. And so with the illusion, he said, it's not about uh, the illusion. It's just about making the people believe Believe. what they see. So he turned turned his pencil into a pen. Okay. And And he was like... Oh, and that he has some uh, inklings of working with some terrorists because uh, his parents were killed by some American missile strike from, you know. From here. Yeah. yeah. So they're thinking this is a whole get-together get payback type thing, right? Right. Okay. So as this is happening, uh, now they're on him. The CIA lady approaches him and says his name and everything. He has, he has not deny anything which is weird mm-hmm. so uh but he talks to uh the pastor's daughter that has epilepsy mm-hmm. and he says you know you need to reveal your true self so you can heal and she comes out to her dad just says i got an abortion mm-hmm. what the hell my mom took my my mom took me up to out of state to get an abortion because i was pregnant so you know he's a he's he, he, he's a he's a pastor. Right. He is taken aback by this. And he's pissed. Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, him and his mm-hmm. wife were already falling apart anyway. They fall apart anyway. So his father-in-law has this big televangelist Christian TV show, oh, like goodness. like imagine like Reverend Hagee on the Big like Seven Hundred Club, yeah, stuff like that. And they want to bring the Messiah on. Uh-huh. So he agrees to go on, but then he realized that he has another mission to do mm-hmm. because. The cop I was telling you about earlier, they got a problem with a 14 year old boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a problem with the boy. They kidnap him to take him back overseas okay. to Jerusalem. There, and, and they was like, if they took him back, they'll kill him because the CIA found out all this information about him. They said it was classified, but you know the president wants to act. Okay. Right. So as he's back on the plane, he's saying, you know, we never finished our conversation about what's really in your heart to the cop, right? And then he says, "You, you will need to uh, reveal or let go of your heart and put your, you know, basically give your heart to God." Mm-hmm. He ain't trying to hear none of that. So then the well, plane, the plane motor goes out. Oh shoot! Now the plane's starting to go down, and as the plane's going down, he's just staring at him in his eyes. He's not flinching. Mm-hmm. He's not moving because everybody's looking at him as a false guy now, anyway. Right. And because it gets out to the public that he, uh, his uncle was an illusionist, and his brother, oh. you know, you know, were, were like the, you know, were, were these kind of like magicians type things. Yeah, 
So as the plane is going down, uh, he's sitting up just looking at him, and then he finally says, I'm sorry. Then the plane crashes. So we're like, we're dead. so everybody's thinking like, well, since he found out he's a he's a fake, he's dead too. But then we show the plane, and it's surrounded by all these beautiful flowers, right? It crashed in a meadow. No, it crashed in the desert. Oh, that's why everybody everybody spotted by these flowers that's around there. Oh, okay. The guy is clearly dead. He's gray. His flies coming out his mouth. He comes and touches him, and he wakes up. The oh, cop guy. Yeah. Get the fuck so out of here. this little boy comes down. He was just like, "Man, man, are you all right? Are you all right?" And, 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 like the Saudi Arabia desert and everything. And he was just like, "What happened?" And he looks around. He sees the people that he was on the plane with is like dead. Mm-hmm. But he said, "But that guy, he just he touched you. He healed you. You were dead. You were gray. You had flies coming out your mouth. And he came over and touched you, and you and you woke up. And you see him over there with another one of his." People that he was on the plane with, mm-hmm. and he wakes him up, and he just looks over at him, and that's how it goes off. Wow. There's they there, talk about season two. That's how it goes off. That's how the first season ends. That's how the first season ends. Get wow. the hell out of here. So now they got this information about him being a connoisseur from his brother, but yet he still survived the plane crash and he healed these two people. What? Healed? He brought it back to the day. So the question is, who oh, is yeah. this guy? <laughs> like, yeah. And that's how it ends. So I have to say, yo, out from start to finish, I I got I got through both to seven episodes in a day. Yeah, we got through it one in one night. In one night, wow. we did seven episodes, and then we uh, then I, I, I was bored one day because Uncut Judge wasn't on Friday, so I knocked out the last three, which I want to rewatch again with my wife. But I'm just saying, but I knocked that out, and I was just like, this is a intriguing. Show, right? And uh, it's, it's intriguing mini I didn't look at it as a, like a, a season or a show or anything because each episode was like thirty minutes to thirty to forty minutes, mm-hmm. and it, it it had me on the edge of the seat. And I was just like, of course, it's going to make some people uncomfortable. Of course, of course, it's going to make you know people saying what, what, what you're trying to say. But the premise of the show is, if this messiah-like figure. Came to Earth today. Mm-hmm. This is either what will happen or how would you react to it? Yeah, because you know you you, you could be in a hell of contradiction. It's easy to praise somebody that you ain't see or what the Bible says or you think what is right, but when it's actually here in your face, right? You know how do you respond to that? You know, and I think it, it handled that pretty well. There are some, you know, pacing issues. Mm-hmm. In some episodes, but uh, for the most part of it, I, I'm invested because you want to know who this guy is. Now, granted, there's a lot more drama in it. There's a lot more details in it. But f- for the sake of time and for the sake of not trying to bore you to death of with the details, I, I want to try to, you know, give you all basically the gist of it. Right. Okay. And like I said, he never said he was Jesus, mm-hmm. but he said he works directly for the father. And he's performing these miracles, and that and what the show is trying to illustrate is there are some miracles, even as a con artist, that how are you pulling this off? Right. Be, you know how are you pull off you know walking across water 
at the Washington Mall. Because see, the thing is, you can take anybody to any location of water, and I could have something set up for you. Right. What they're trying to illustrate is the security at the White House, at least it should be, mm-hmm. top notch. So you don't have time to sit up if and uh set up a plastic bridge in in the mall on that big pond. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to heal somebody who's been shot in a mob full of people. You don't have time to survive a plane crash, as we hear about a lot of crashes recently, that you, you're fine and you heal the ones that are perished. Uh, you, you bring it back to life. So it it, it, it raises questions like, to the point, like, I do want to see season two because there are a lot of unanswered questions in there. Right. And I'm just like, because I was like, season two? Why don't season two? I mean, this, this thing should be open and shut. And I was like, Oh, I see why they're doing it. So, mm-hmm. honestly, I would give the Messiah a hashtag. Give it a chance nice. because okay. we, the reason why, I, I, me personally, I would give it like a B because I was into it. But once again, I do have to understand that people's sensitivity level mm-hmm. because they don't back away from another. This is actually a show referring to Jesus, referring to God, referring to the second coming, referring to what it will be like in present day. And some people may not like that, that, but I do recommend that if you're intrigued, you like good storytelling, and this is actually like a puzzling thing. No matter what you believe or serve, I'm just saying because it's a it's a, it's kind of like a good read. So I recommend, especially to people on the podcast with me, to check it out. Okay, okay, check it out. I said it's on Netflix, and once you see the first episode, you're like, I walk. Well, you know, take that back. What got me into it was look at the trailer. Okay, okay. When I saw the trailer, I was just like. What is this show? And I, I and I started watching. It. I was just like, I, I showed uh, my wife the trailer. I was like, dear, don't look at the first episode. Just watch this trailer. And I'm just like, wow, this is a. I think I, I think I want to check this out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But guys, I think uh, that will do it for this edition of the No. Uh, the the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. <laughs> I'm about to say no gimmicks. I, I was about to say that. But I mean, like, look, we actually did. We did. We, we we got a good. We got a good amount yeah. going. We're almost at the ninety minute mark. Yeah. And uh, you know, well, I, I have one think, thing to add, just guys. Sure. Just real quick. I don't know if you heard, but they have a new movie coming. <laughs> a new action comedy movie with Jason Statham and Kevin Hart coming out. I, I mean, anything about that at all? They Statham <laughs> worked with his one of his best friends. They got to work with the other one, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's. Being directed by the Expendables Three and the Hitman's Bodyguard uh, director. Well, this one will suck. Which, <laughs> which director of the Hitman's Bodyguard? Because uh, that movie Patrick clearly had more Hughes. than one. <laughs> Helmer Pat- Patrick Hughes is what it says. November twentieth, Sunny Pictures. Yeah, I didn't. Hear it's anything. called The Man from Toronto. I got it. I gotta see. Uh, I gotta see a trailer. I mean, okay. I, I got it too. First of all, me personally, I was like. Why can't they do central intelligence too? Yeah, honestly. With the rock Kevin Hart. I, I'd, rather, I'd rather them do that than try to do something new yeah. with Jason Statham and Kevin Hart. But I, I mean think the Rock wants to I mean I think Kevin Hart wants to be like an action movie star, but still wants the comedy in it. So he I, wants to be the comedy relief. He wants to be yeah, Chris Tucker. I would want him to take it seriously. I want to see what a serious action movie is with him not having to include comedy. Look, what needs to happen is Kevin Hart needs to do Uptown Saturday Night. Huh. 
he been trying to do it, but I, I don't know what's what happened to it. Because Chad was draw, but I'm just like, he need to get Will Smith. At first, I, w- I wanted to be Will Smith and Denzel, but I was like, he need to get somebody to do up top. Why just get, get to get the rock? Why not? Swole ass rock. <laughs> no, but I didn't I didn't hear about that, but uh I mean hell, I'll check it out. Why not? Uh but but yeah, next week also, uh hopefully on the movie experience we'll do Birds of Prey. That comes out next week. Yes. Okay. I didn't want to see that. And then the week after that is Signed the Hedgehog. I really want to see that. Okay. I'm excited about that movie, believe it or not. Exactly. So uh yeah, so you know that, that's what I uh you know, cause last time we was excited about a movie though, Sway, it didn't come out too good. What movie was that again? Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last time we was real happy, like, yo, we got to see this John. That John was not no, popular. So I'm just saying. The rookie said he's seen the movie. He said he liked it. I'm like, of course he did. I mean, you know, that <laughs> if a pin, you know what I'm saying, if, if a tree falls in the, in, in the woods and nobody's around, do you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so make sure you guys check out the Nerd Coalition website, therealnerdcoalition.com, where you guys can buy our merch. And I already, now first of all, I went out and got my, me a layover hoodie and I got my Nerd Coalition stuff on the way. But you guys can get our new Nerd Coalition with a Shazam logo. You guys can get our retro logo. And you can get our No Gimmicks the Wrestling Podcast logo. Don't worry, the Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast logo will be up there as well. So make sure you guys go ahead and check out buy our merch. Patreon is coming soon. So make sure... Uh, you know, when we, we will notify you guys when we had all that stuff set up. And like uh, Swag said at the beginning of the podcast, you guys listen to us on all your podcast platforms, especially for uh, production of spacesphilly.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can listen to this podcast and don't give us the wrestling podcast. Turn to about culture and beyond. Mm-hmm. Drunk Thoughts Sober Talk. And the new podcast dropping Ballers Lounge. So uh, okay. we, we record two episodes of that today. So, uh, it, it, you know what I'm saying? It, it should be a very, a very entertaining. So, you know, if you make sure you guys check it out if you guys are into sports or anything like that, especially you, Primetime. Okay. All right. So do all that great stuff. So uh, now, you know, once again, I am the man with the plan. If you need him, yell Shazam, Mr. A&E. I got to make sure I keep it right for my man, Swag on Zero. And he's the anime hero, Swag on Zero. Yep, that's me. And uh, not Dion Sanders with Primetime. <laughs> All right, everybody. And the greatest catch lady sketch. It's been real. And Q-Flow, wherever you're at, I know you saw me watching Godzilla. Uh, take the time to take us out. to your ears welcome to the show we don't need any gimmicks you already know so sit back relax and hit the like button go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming swag on trivia and prompts top five either way it's fun and you're hearing it live join with your host mr a and e yeah you know it's the place to be it's nc Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.